We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek, back for another one, guys. We're recording this late on Tuesday night, so we are both a little bit tired, but you know what? That doesn't matter because Colts content continues. We continue to pump it out. We're excited for it. And today we're going to talk about some positions of need for the Indianapolis Colts before free agency, before the draft, before the Colts even have a chance to resign some of their own. We're going to talk about three positions of each for the long term, three positions of each for the short term in terms of positions of need, how we feel like the Colts should address those positions. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's start with the short term. So that could mean guys that you want to bring in, probably some veteran players or some players maybe in their late 20s, something around that. Some guys that you feel like you can bring in that you just need to probably have that could be maybe one to two year solutions probably won't be the five to ten year they're probably more in the short term so with that being said i think the first one we have here derek is the edge position now you know you obviously have quitty pay you have dio adangbo uh why would you say edge for us is a short-term solution here well due to the potential upside of somebody like a quitty pay and dio adangbo you believe that with given a little bit more time that there's a possibility that these two could develop into something that you actually would enjoy. But like you have been saying for, I don't know how many years in a row now, uh, the Colts just really don't have a bona fide true stud. Number one defensive end uh, outside rusher when it comes to the pass rush. And that's something that the Colts are desperately looking for. And it's something that the Colts really started getting at the end of the year. But by the end of that time, the Colts had absolutely nothing to fight for. So at that time, it didn't matter. You need somebody that can come in week one and impose their will at the very beginning of every season and, you know, be able to make things work. And you hope that if you brought somebody in that could be a consistent presence that it would already solidify it would just improve a already solidified defensive roster that you have currently yeah it definitely feels like you need just more of a you know it doesn't have to be necessarily like a 
10 to 12 sack guy. I mean, that'd be nice. But I do think you just need another defensive presence in there because your defensive end room specifically is so young right now, right? Even if you were to bring back Tyquan Lewis, like I just think you need like a vet presence in there of some sort, uh, whether that's Yannick, whether that's somebody else. And maybe you bring back Yannick and you bring in somebody else. I don't know. Um, I just know you need a nice combination of some youth, which you have, with some vet presence. I think that's just good for any unit uh, to kind of have some guys that have done it for a little bit. And, uh, you know, pair that with some guys with some potential. So I would be intrigued to see that as well. I do think there's potential for some long term, maybe like a guy that's more of a pure pass rush specialist that you could take in the draft. But I think specifically with that, you talked about with the just, you know, the young guys you have. I think short term is probably more realistic for the Colts this year. Uh, Maybe that's a lot. Maybe that, you know, if they don't pan out next year, we kind of talk about, okay, you need to go draft a guy or something like that. But Moving on to the other position we're going to talk about, that's the wide receiver position. You have Michael Pittman Jr. You have Alec Pierce, who's a rookie last year. You have Paris Campbell, who I think all of us want to bring back at this point. But beyond that, you don't really have a you know vet guy in there, right? Ashton Doolin, I guess, would be the, the next guy up, if you will. But uh, he's been primarily a special teams player. So I think it makes a whole lot of sense uh, from a Colts perspective to go get, you know, kind of a, younger to to mid-20s wide receiver that's, you know, been in the league a little bit, that that's played in, you know, a couple different places. Uh, what say you about the wide receiver position? Yeah, the wide receiver position, just like with the edge group, you have some guys that you think at some point are going to become much better players. If you keep Paris Campbell around, you know what he's capable of providing you. Uh, Alec Pierce, if he continues to develop, can be a very good jump ball kind of threat for you. And potentially a Michael Pittman in there uh, is a guy that if he continues to progress, that he could and it gets a quarterback that knows how to get him the ball more efficiently and a coordinator that actually knows uh, to throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field with Michael Pittman. Uh, I think that's one of those situations where you can really see a lot more of a offensive output from these guys in production. I mean, the problem that we had Cody with this whole group is I don't think that this group is void of talent, but I think a lot of it is having to do with scheme and a quarterback that is incapable of getting it to these guys at the proper times. I think that, you know, allowing a young quarterback to come in and, feast on this group, you know, allow him to know that these guys are going to be able to catch the 50, 50 balls is going to be a a big confidence boost to how they want to go. But it, it would be nice to get another stud wide receiver in this group. Cause I mean, what we've been seeing across the NFL nowadays is you can never have too many good wide receivers on a roster. Uh, especially if you know you're bringing a new quarterback in and you want to try to make him as comfortable as possible, get as right. many good players in at one point to be able to give him more targets to be able to find on the football field. Right, and you look at the free agency class. I mean, there's not like a number one wide receiver out there, but there's a couple guys that I think could be like nice number threes or number fours out there. I mean, there's a couple like younger guys that I think, you know, maybe it's worth taking a shot. I know like DJ Chark's out there, uh, Alan Lazard, you know, there's just, there's a few guys that you're like, it's not like a, Oh my gosh, like we need to bring him in. But like, 
they could be solid players, you know, and there's a couple of guys that I think could be available for like a day three pick that you could potentially trade and try to get. Um, and you're right. Like, you know, if you're going to draft a rookie quarterback, it might as well get him as many weapons as he can right away and kind of get him a, a vet wide receiver that he could build that trust with. And also another guy that can just be in that room and can help with the development of a Pierce and with the development of a Pittman and, and just continue to, to be kind of a teacher in there, you know, in some ways. And so um, I think wide receiver, I think you just, if you add another vet wide receiver somehow, I mean, I say vet and some of these guys are, you know, 25, 26 years old, but I just think that could go a long way just to, to help your offense, just have more options at wide receiver. Um, so with that being said, I'm intrigued to see how that could go, but I could, I could also see the Colts going, uh, for another wide receiver, you know, in the mid rounds of this draft. But uh, moving on to the last kind of position here in the short term, that is the tight end position. It really feels like the last two years, the Colts have made a concerted effort in the draft to get some guys that can be a pieces of their future at tight end. And they have them, and they really showed out their last year. Jelani Woods in his rookie season, we already know what he's able to do, The just the big playmaking ability and just the physical freak nature that he has. And then Kylan Granson, you know, the best pure receiving threat the Colts have at tight end. Um, he could do a lot after the catch. It was just reliable when you threw him the ball last year. So, but I really think in the short term for the Colts, they just need a guy that can kind of fill the Jack Doyle role. You know, that's something that the Colts really missed last year. Mo Ali Cox did not play well in that role at all. Um, and I don't really see a scenario where he's really back with the Colts, especially at the price that you're paying him right now. But I do think there's like some vet tight ends or some blocking tight ends that could really go well and could kind of you know fill out the trio, if you will, of the tight ends and uh, just just help this unit all together. What say you about the tight end position? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, the tight end position, I, you and I were talking about it right before um, right before this, that the Colts have a lot of good studs in this tight end group. Jelani Woods showed you he's got all the ability in the world to be a great tight end in this league with a little bit more development. And Kylan Granson serves as a really good role, uh, second tight end pass catcher. I mean, this was... Kylan Grant's most efficient year uh, by a long shot, you know, pretty much doubled every statistic that he had from the year prior, actually tripled it in a lot of different areas. So he really showed you he could do some things. And, you know, we were talking about it in a video the other day. Drew Ogletree, the tight end that we also acquired in this last draft, 
I mean, he was tight end three, Cody, at at what week two going into training camp before he eventually uh tore. I don't remember if it was ACL or Achilles, so forgive me. But yeah, he ended up getting that injury, and he was supposed to be ahead of Jelani to start the year. So it was one of those situations where you feel comfortable with the young guys that you have in there because the oldest, the oldest uh, guy that you've drafted in the last few drafts is what twenty four years old at this point. So I mean, nobody's old in this crew, but like you say, you need that veteran to add some stability to this team. You know, we talked about potential free agents incoming as in our dream off season, right? We mentioned guys like Mike Gusecki and Dalton Schultz who could come in and be those veterans right off the bat. Now, if you weren't one to go that route, then you mentioned it, how getting a primarily run blocking tight end, you know, a guy that can go in there and solidify that position at, by being a pure blocking tight end and helping this offensive line would be such a great thing to add to that arsenal to be able to be more efficient at uh, running the football while also allowing your young guys to still get their reps in the passing game, allow them to still build in the run while also allowing them to do what they do best, which is catch passes down the field for this new Colts quarterback that they're about to have. Yeah, I'll be intrigued to see what they do in that department. Um, I don't think they have to break the bank and go after necessarily Gasicki or one of those guys, but I do think if you add to the room, that could really be just helpful moving forward. Um, but yeah, with that being said, let's move on now to the long-term solutions. We got to start with the most obvious one, the quarterback position. I mean, I think it's pretty much a lock at this point for you know 90% of the fan base, if not more. The Colts are going to take a quarterback, whether they trade up, whether they stay at four, they're going to take a quarterback probably with their first overall pick they have. Um, And, you know, there's debates on who it should be, and that's different videos for different times. But I think it's pretty obvious, Derek, you've kicked the can down the road for three, four years now. It's time to go get your guy for the immediate and for the future. Oh, 100%. I mean, the QB carousel of quarterbacks coming into Indianapolis has got to stop. It is time to invest in your quarterback, a young quarterback that has actually got some potential to him and build and develop him into a system in which your team can thrive for 10 plus years with that quarterback rather than rolling the dice on a two, three year guy that you're hoping will turn out to be what it was. And this last year's uh, experiment with Matt Ryan was any indicate wasn't enough indication that the way you were doing things at quarterback was not working. Then I don't know what else will. It's time to go and get the young stud that's going to improve this team and could eventually become a guy that can compete against the great quarterbacks of the AFC like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, things of that nature. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. 
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Yep, absolutely. All right, two more guys that we're going to talk about, two more positions here. Cornerback is the other one that we're going to talk about. I mean, you look at the situation right now at corner. It's 50-50. I think it's a coin flip at this point if Kenny Moore comes back to the Colts. Um, we just don't know right now, you know, kind of with that and, you know, with the contracts disputes he had last offseason, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Kenny. Um, but I'm, I'm going to operate as if, you know, he he could potentially be gone at this point. He may come back and he may not have as much of a need. Um, but I do think looking at, at corner overall, you don't have a lot in terms of future guys that you feel like are going to be five to 10 year pieces. I mean, right now Isaiah Rogers is really the only guy that you have under contract for the next couple of years. And, you know, Stephon Gilmore has one more year left on his deal. He's going to be 33 years old. Uh, you need to go get a corner. I think in the draft, probably, you know, depending what happens with, if you trade up and maybe you don't have a second round pick or something like that, you know, with your earliest pick, you probably can, you probably need to go get another corner um, there's a name here, Derek, though, you know, to go to the short term. Um, there is a name that I think a lot of people have had if Kenny Moore does, you know, leave Indianapolis, and that's Cameron Sutton, the corner out of Pittsburgh. He's a slot corner. He's 28 years old. He was one of the best slot corners in the in the league last year. I think he was top two in terms of interceptions from the slot. So that could potentially be something that the Colts decide to go. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, it really will obviously hinge on if Kenny Moore is back with the Colts or on a different team. But uh, that's just a name of interest that I kind of have noticed recently. And then kind of talking about the final position here from the long term. I think offensive guard is a position that you just need to address long term. I think Will Fries, he played well, um, but I think it, it'd be good for you to get kind of the the mauler at right guard, if you will. The Mark, What Mark Glowinski was for the Colts for a number of years. Like the guy that really excels in the run blocking department. I think that is something that the Colts really, really lacked last year with Kenny Pinter basically getting bullied and blown off the field for the first couple games before he got benched. The Colts just need a guy in there, a mauler that's going to to really long-term, uh, you know, solidify that position in the interior. I know there's some guys, um, you know, people have kind of mocked the Colts there in, in round number two. Um, and, and also there's some guys in free agency as well that the Colts could potentially go. Um, I know one guy that's kind of, and I texted you earlier today, Derek, about this Evan Brown guard out of Detroit, the Detroit lions. He's only 26 years old, uh, young, really good guard that's coming into his own. If, if Detroit lets him walk, I think the Colts should be all over that. What are your thoughts on, on guard? Yeah, guard, especially, like you said, that right guard position is still very open. We know Quentin Nelson's really not going anywhere, uh, regardless of what the contract uh, thing goes down. But you know how it is with that right guard position. We're still trying to figure that out. And like you said, Mark Lewinsky was a guy that for several years was a very reliable piece there on that offensive line. And now you're missing that. You need to try to find somebody that can be a solidified position there uh for a cheaper option for you and going back to the corner thing uh again like you said stefan gilmore is not going to be around for very long uh who knows if kenny moore is going to be back and brandon face is most likely not going to be returning so you're 
in a situation right now where, you know, you don't have a lot of depth at corner right now. And who knows if you're even still going to have a true third corner. So it's important that you go out there and find some corners for the long term. And as we know, I mean, Isaiah Rogers, as it stands right now, is the only guy on this roster that's been a starter that's most likely going to remain a starter on this team for several years to come. The rest of them we don't believe are. So it's going to be a situation where you got to try to find that next guy that's going to come in for, you know, five, six, seven years and be a guy that's going to stick around for a while or else, you know, Indy, as great as Indy secondary is right now, and it's going to start getting depleted here uh, at the corner position over the next several years if we don't figure that out. Yep, exactly. So, guys, that'll do it for our look here at the positions for the Indianapolis Colts in the short term and in the long term. Let us know your thoughts on some of these guys and some of these positions, and, and do you believe they should be long-term, short-term, or are there other positions of need that we didn't even talk about that you want to address as well, long-term or short-term? Let us know all those things in the comments below, but that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and as always, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.